morning and welcome back to the Ancient World Morning Coffee Podcast Show. It's been almost uh, a bit of uh, almost two months, a bit over one month at least, and uh, we've been busy doing other podcasts. But now we're going to do this one today, and this might be more of a weekend podcast from now on. So the weekdays we're doing the language uh, podcasting in the morning, and then maybe the weekends are perfect for this. So uh, to sum up what we've been doing lately, mostly it's been reading through the paradise once again and um, that might be the main topic for, for this little kind of getting back into the morning coffee ancient world podcast uh, it's been a great joy to read through the paradise especially we did kind of in less than two weeks we did the stretch from the sun all the way to the empyrean the kind of the 10th sphere and this was the third time and then i think this was the best time so far because it's more familiar and kind of the, the language, the poetic vocabulary, in a sense, is more familiar. And then you kind of see more where Dante is going with the theology that he's describing. And also the whole ex the emotional experience is also a little bit different. So you see more of this kind of the shining light and the good and the love is kind of more, um, even more kind of with the splendor and just a, a huge joy to read. And we also had a big kind of aha moment on the last page when you had this final moment and the pilgrim is, is looking into the light into the source of the light after this this enormous prayer from saint bernard to virgin mary to give the pilgrim the grace to have the final vision and also to keep his senses so he can come back so he doesn't go kind of insane from it and he also can go back to earth and write this whole story of the divine comedy so when he's looking, because this is the last page, he's looking into the light and he's seeing like three discs, colored discs in one space, which is kind of the Trinity. And then he keeps looking, kind of piercing into it more and more. And then suddenly he sees kind of the image of, of a human, the human kind of emerging out of within this, <laughs> these three, three discs. Um, and he describes this as the final mystery, like how can this fit together? He, he compares it with kind of how can you square the circle? And then suddenly with a big flash, he's granted the final understanding. And that's kind of the moment and the, and the key and the portal into the final unification with the divine for the pilgrim. And then it's described as like a perfect wheel in balance. He's then becoming the whole of universe. He's becoming kind of uh, the divine in itself or being part of it. And the love that moves the sun and the other stars. So he doesn't describe the understanding, but just the effect of getting this final understanding of the connection with the human and the divine. The effect of that is just this sense of becoming one with everything and the love that is the deepest force in the cosmology of Dante. So what's very, um, what might be um, showing what Dante wants to, it's interesting that he's using that this is the final mystery, this is the last page, that this connection and also kind of in your consciousness, in the deep of yourself, if you can find some connection to the divine or if, you, if you're contemplating divinity in itself, like what is happening is, is a big mystery and it, in some sense it underlies the whole uh, paradise and also the whole of the comedy. And in some sense what Dante was trying to describe ever since he was 
in his early 20s and he writes the Vita Nuova and he ends this with that he needs to develop his writing skills to be able to write this to the full appreciation of Beatrice as a symbol of theology, the divine love, and also the portal into this. So, And he writes this when he's about 30. That's, that's when he kind of... Uh, He's publishing the Vita Nuova, which is a collection from kind of the last 10 years. And then it takes about uh, about 15 years, roughly, before he then writes the comedy. So that's a nice, kind of the last page of the comedy is a nice final connection to the promise that he's making on the last page of Vita Nuova. So, uh, and just a final thought on that is that you can... It gives an idea maybe that what Dante himself saw as the deepest question we can possibly ponder is the, the divinity and the kind of humanity and how this is connected together. This is also, in some sense, what uh, the kind of profane philosopher like uh, with uh, the Greeks and Aristotle is in some ways concluding in his metaphysics he doesn't want to go outside the, the rational and logical realm for the most part, but he says that when you start to contemplate uh, your thinking, we're going to contemplate an, uh, a topic, then you have, you're going to one step up from just kind of practical thinking. You're, kind of, you're reflecting on things. But then if you start contemplating contemplation in itself, meaning like if you start reflecting on the nature of how we contemplate, then that's where you might have this tiny little connection to something beyond and, and the divine in itself, uh, which is what one of those concepts of divinity that Aristotle as well is talking about. So that's kind of, again, Dante is uniting the Greek philosophy with the biblical stories in that last page, or last idea as well. So, but we also wanted to then just talk a little bit about the first page again. So this might just become like another Dante episode, but, but this is on top of our minds. And it's, it's a great joy after two and a half years now studying the Divine Comedy, and then suddenly you get this insight at the end of kind of the whole, like you have 100 songs, 100 canto, and at the end you get this idea that, aha, this might be what Dante wanted to talk about all along. This is kind of the deepest of the deep that all the other stuff kind of emerges out from. And you have to go through the whole journey to kind of see properly what he means because it takes time to understand kind of his world of thinking. So, but then if you go back to the first canto, the first song again of Paradise, you suddenly see how this, he is in some sense say, like explicitly describing this. So we just wanted to have a few uh, comments on the opening uh, there's a very nice quote in the first canto, in verse 34, which is, from one small spark can come a mighty blaze. So this is, we talked about this earlier on another podcast, but this is a, a way of saying like from, from uh, like a big oak can grow out of a small acorn. And uh, this is the more passionate Renaissance Dante Italian way of saying it, that you get a big blaze from a small spark. And it's nice to put this in the very opening uh, uh, opening movements in paradise, that this is what might happen with the paradise in itself if, uh, kind of if you give it time and you kind of try to live yourself into the story fully. So uh, 
but two small things. One is like, how does this journey begin? Or for yourself, how can you start your own journey into the paradise? And what how Dante describes this is symbolically through Beatrice. And we're gonna, just going to read this. So Beatrice turned around facing left, her eyes raised to the sun. No eagle ever could stare so fixed and straight into such light. And then... As one descending ray of light will cause a second one to rise up again, just as a pilgrim yearns to go back home, so like a ray, her act poured through my eyes into my mind and gave rise to my own. I stared at the sun as no man could. So, you could see this psychologically at what Dante is doing, the pilgrim, is to first just... Uh, focus on like theology in itself is focused on divinity. That's kind of the, the center or the deep of, of theology is divinity. So Beatrice then as a symbol of divinity, like the, the theology here is then focused on divinity. So Dante is first, or you can do it for yourself. If you start thinking and focusing on theology as a, a topic to contemplate, and then you see that theology is about divinity and then you, you briefly then uh, copy that focus and then you then uh, focus your mind on the divinity in itself. That's in the way that Dante is describing this is when the journey has already started. Then you have, you have the spark, you have the first ignition of opening this whole world. So this is kind of symbolically what he's describing through Beatrice looking up and then he is copying Beatrice. So then then you you pass this kind of threshold in your own psyche that you have started a curiosity and you have started a focus on something that can then just lead further on into the journey. So that's one of the things he, that Dante is writing in the first chapter, which is also very kind of, in some sense, also modern psychology, or you can at least you can see it from that perspective. And then we wanted to uh, mention one point in, Song 2, that's the final thing about Dante today, and that is when he comes to the, the moon, he talks about, like, he's taken into the moon as wa uh, light into water, but this is um, like a, something that should not be possible because the, the moon is a solid body and he's a solid body, but he's taken into it and there's no problem with this. So he also then says that... Um, um, like the celestial pearl took us into itself, receiving us as water takes in light, its indivisibility intact. If I was body, on earth we cannot think in terms of solid form within a solid, as we must hear, since body enters body. Then so much more should longing burn in us to see that being, in whom we can behold the union of the divine nature with our own. This is from 37 to 42 verses in the second canto. So here he is, in some sense, revealing what's going to happen on the last page or the main topic for the whole of the paradise. So, and we also have this in the dream in, in canto 9 in the purgatory, when he's lifted up by an eagle and they're both burning together. So uh, that's... What you want to say about Dante <laughs> in this episode and of other things? Uh, hope you're still having a uh, like a great morning and good cup of coffee. We have started making 
Starbucks cafeteria home coffee in the morning and it's really great because it's so strong so it kind of wakes us up uh, so that's becoming a part of the habit as well and um, that is kind of just the main projects for now we're going to keep doing in the coming week the whole summer we just have the language podcast on the weekdays as the main project and then keep doing the Dante stuff as well uh, we do have a new uh, Facebook group for Dante for the Divine Comedy so we're going to put that in the description uh, everyone is super welcome to join in there and just share your favorite um, moments of the comedy and if you have any questions. And it's, it's both a little bit in English and a little bit in Italian. So it's a, you get sometimes uh, some input from the Italian perspective or the Italian original <laughs> as well. So that's also kind of uh, enriching the whole uh, world and the whole look at Dante. So with that, hope you're still having a, a great weekend, great Saturday and... Um, as always, just thank you so much for listening and see you again soon.